Yo, yo, yo. This is how I'm going to start this podcast. I'm going to say yo, 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 because a lot of yo, yo, yo's were happening. Greetings to everyone at home. My name is Ubane Lepigo. I'll be your host for You Hit the Target podcast, and I'm just standing in for Uche Sinekel, who is out injured. But on my right, Gibuya Konidota, no Yolashego, like the prodigal son is back. Propila and Nikunjanba. Ah, good to be back. Uh, greetings to you and to everyone listening to a podcast Namtland. And um, I remember last of last week, we were joined by somebody and we told him, Muguti, this podcast has so many blessings. We told him the amount of people who have come on in this podcast and the amount of things they went on to reach after joining us with podcast. And he was like, Ay, ngyabuya manch. <laughs> We're welcoming uh, Molita Ngabilita. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, my brother. How are you? It's good to Greetings be back. Thanks to the gentlemen as well and the listeners. I, I mean, gentlemen, there's a lot to talk about um, uh, on, on this podcast. I mean, we just saw earlier today Chiefs um, announcing who... who who coach Atazwani, you know, no co-coaching as most of us expected. But yeah, they were clear who to coach Atazwani will be the coach. We'll dissect that. We've got a pro. We've got to little Nabi to talk about that. Um, there's uh, a Kev Champions League coming up on on, on Monday, which so who coach Peter Musimane is saying um, who Victor Gomes is, is the best referee. We are calling for all the things. Why is he showing PSL? So we will talk about that. I mean, we know Peter is he's a man of Ama Mind Games. So, yeah, um, probably Pirates also finishing second. We'll touch on that, uh, a little bit on that. And there's a big one, the Ned Bank Cup final. Sundowns is looking for um, a, dom- a domestic sweep. And uh, I mean, I saw one of the videos this week, Propilani Lita, he was very, very um, confident as usual, saying um, Sundowns was long overdue, a domestic sweep. I mean, this, it's something they should have done, which um, in in a way, I agree with him. Pro, um, I don't even know which one to start with. Uh, this one, Pat. This domestic sweep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. I think in the history of South African football, it will be the the second one because the first one was in 1984. Mm. Uh, Geoff Rickleton's Kaiser Chiefs uh, cleaned um, uh, the 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 NPSL at the time, and in the PSL era, it will be the first. And uh, you know. Um, History has no blank pages. Mm. So it's so interesting that um, throughout the years, Sundowns has been chasing and breaking only Kaiser Chiefs records. I don't know what happened uh, to, to, to other teams. <laughs> maybe maybe Lisa can tell us what is going on with other teams because um, like this season, Sharulide was chasing the sum of Kaiser Chiefs record. Mm. Yeah. Sundowns has, uh, broke Kaiser Chiefs longest and beaten streak. Yeah, they, 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 I mean, they've been overcoming all the records that were, were, were held by Kaza Chiefs. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the listeners can tell us too what is going on with other teams. <laughs> Lita, yes. perhaps somebody at home is asking themselves, Uto, what is a domestic sweep? So we'll, we'll just clear the air. Domestic uh, sweep is winning all the trophies in your local league. I know they'll say, ah, but my league and Champions League, that is not yes, counted domestic, as a domestic yeah. trophy. So in this case, Sundowns have won the MTN 8. They have won the league. They're now looking to win the Nedbank Cup. If they win, that would mean they would have won on everything possible um, in, in South Africa. Do you think um, they can do it? And are they overdue uh, domestic sweep? I think definitely they can do it. Mm. And long overdue. Why? Long Why need to overdue? Sundowns has, for a very long time, dominated South African football easily by just planning. Initially, when they started, I think it was with Coach Pito when they started planning for EPSL. Because yeah. at that time, the main goal, if you look at it, was Kev Champions League. 
that that's what they were planning for mm. meaning they 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 knew that in their plan they need to win the cha- the, the the championship here in South Africa the PSL every season for them to qualify automatically mm. so they did that for how many seasons now in a row i'd like to think the only trophies that the only trophy that uh, they didn't they struggled to win was the MTN 80 if i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah. but other than i think sanans is long overdue they should have done it maybe two seasons back mm, but with the squad I, they I, had i'm confident they will do it they should have done it in 2017 when they had um the the on fire cbd oh yes, yes after yes, the, sure, after the 71 sure. points um uh, uh, league championship uh, after winning um the kf champions league i think after that season they should have done it domestic sweep but it never happened so pro i know you've given your views a lot on this uh, in the masanda wana fan vlog and as funuk futumeza and i mean mm. overwhelm the people at home with the same thing over and over mm. but just one small nyana question that i want to ask you for the listeners for our listeners who didn't get a chance to watch him masanda wana fan vlog if he sometimes lose against him marumo kalans uh, this weekend in the netbank cup final will we still um, deem this as a good season for imamlo de santos Well, uh, Sundown season um for me was uh, uh tainted by the failure to win the CAF Champions League. Mm. I think for me CAF Champions League was the was the most precious uh, medal they would have uh, ended this season. Without the CAF Champions League it's no longer an excellent season but a good season. So even without the Netbank Cup on Friday. Even without the the Netbank I think the Netbank Cup would be just a consolation. But uh, it will it will it won't result the level of a disappointment of uh, losing the CAF Champions League, losing in the quarterfinal stage of a CAF Champions League against a less fancied side like a Petro Atletico. I'm saying this with all due respect, of yeah. course. But uh, for me, I think this was Sundown's season of winning the CAF Champions League, and uh, I'm sure till today, uh, the co-coaches and everybody associated with the team they're still disappointed. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand the pro uh, later. But if you look at, um, let's say we look at this Mamelodi Sundowns, who's saying, who we all agree that they are overdue a domestic sweep. At the end of the season, we look at, okay, they've won the MTN 8, they've won the league, you know, and you'd expect them to win the league. No, not to say when you've won it as to celebrate it because of our resources, a lot of that would, would be said. But yeah. in my books, I wouldn't call it like, you know, a, a such a good season because it's something they've been doing like winning the double for for the longest time you know i wouldn't yes. like this is it, it it will no longer be like a standout season you know like what what do you think on that do you think it's still like a good season even if um they, they lose the netbank cup final by sundown standards I, i think maybe i'll do a praise and and agree with pro again mm. by standards i must say sundown sundowns has to get to a, a level where domestically because there's no other team that reaches Sundowns level right now. Yeah. They should be able to do the domestic sweep easily. Yeah. Then the main for me is Champions League. They have to do it again. Yeah. They have to. So I don't think that winning these two I mean trophies now and not maybe winning a net bank or even winning it for me it still goes back to it's a good season for Sundowns by their standard. But the Champions League it would have been a, a great season. Still think Sundowns had a good season last season, but if they win the Netbank Cup now, then um, that will will overtake what they achieved last season. I mean, losing only one game, they were very competitive. So, yeah, uh, I still think Sundowns were well. But this isn't they've lost how many three in yeah. the league? Um, that's that, that two points shy 
of last season Sally. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Last season, they had a better season than, than, than this, this current season. one. Mm. It will only be overtaken if this one, they win the the, the Nedbank Cup, which will mean um, the, or the domestic sweep. So you can't win a domestic sweep and you say we didn't have a good season. We can't we can't say that. I mean, it would be it's, foolish. It's a good season, but not excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, the, the only excellent, yeah. the, the only trophy that can make it excellent, I think it's the, the, the CAF Champions yeah. League. You can win CAF Champions League and lose all three. It's, it's, it's an excellent it's, it's season. An, it's an excellent Definitely, season. Definitely, yeah, that one, uh, we, we all agree with you. Uh, pro, uh, talking about CAF Champions League, I mean, there were a lot of talks, especially when you coach Atazwane and Baxter, people saying if Uzwane was the coach, they would have won the CAF Champions League. Finally, now, um, Kaiser Chiefs have have confirmed that to coach Atazwane is is, is going to be the man in charge for the next three years. Mm. I don't want us to talk about whether it's a good decision or not because we don't know what 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 will happen, you know. Yeah. But what I want us to look at at pro, like for in terms of South African coaches, for Uzwani, what does this mean? Like if Uzwani fails, do we then say now, okay, now I'm South African coaches, you know, like now I'm young coaches, you know, like it's Uzwani is not representing himself, but he's repre- representing a lot of young up-and-coming coaches who want to venture into the coaching space. Most importantly, what we need to understand is that um, Kaiser Chiefs has adopted this uh, principle of co- of uh, continuity. Yeah. Um, Coach Atazon has been there, the club, from the development structures. Uh, Coach MTC won the DDC Shield, and um, some of his players that he won the tournament with are in the first team. And uh, you look at the way um, he handled uh, the, the the disappointment of losing Coach Kevin Hunt. Uh, took the team to Kev Champions League final and uh, he also uh, um, led the team to a top eight um, on the last uh, two matches of the season. And uh, he took over again, he came back again this season after the disappointment of losing Coach Stuart Baxter and his leadership. And uh, you look at Kaza Chiefs at the moment, I think they are lying fourth. Um, there's still a chance of finishing fourth again. And um, for me, you look at the, the amount of respects that he commands, uh, club legends, current players, former players, um, the young players and the older players as well, they all respect him. And I think for me, it's a right appointment for Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, it will take Kaiser Chiefs forward. And you look at the people that were advocating for him as well. Coach Peter was speaking so much about how important it is for, for, for Coach Others wanted to continue with Kaiser Chiefs as a head coach. Coach Mangoba Mungiti, even though he's a rival, but he was vouching for him. Coach Rolani, Coach Steve Compella. Uh, you, you see all these coaches uh, vouching for mm. him and, and uh, wanting to see others want to take Kaza Chiefs forward. Uh, you, Orlando Paris, they've got local uh, co-coaches. Sundowns, they've got local co-coaches. And you look at Kaza Chiefs now, I think it's about time they also step up and... Uh, and, and trust Atazwani and his technical team, uh, they are going to take the team forward. And for me, I think Ikeza Chiefs, um, they, they can look forward to a very good season next yeah. season. Uh, whether they win trophies or not, um, I don't think it will be important. But for me, what is important for Kaza Chiefs fans is the change of a style of play, a recruitment process, the type of player that they bring in. And 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 I know Uguti at the back of their mind, they might not say it explicitly, but I know they would want to win uh, at least against Sundowns and they would want to win against Orlando Pirates as well. And if others only can win those two games in style and, uh, and finish in the top four, I'm sure uh, Kaza Chiefs fans will be satisfied. Talk about beating Sundowns and Orlando Pirates and saying that the fans will will be satisfied. That's the next question I wanted to ask you, Alita. What will satisfy uh, satisfy the Kaiser Chiefs fans? I mean, what is the plan with Coach Ataswane? 
realistically speaking, in my corner, I'm not expecting him to come and hit the ground running, you know, but I know um, our our fans, how impatient they are. They always say this. Um, I remember in the Gavin Hunt season, I was saying it's a free hit. I wasn't expecting him to be sacked. I wasn't expecting U Baxter to be sacked in his first season. So what is the plan um, with U Ataswan? What do you think um, Chiefs are trying to achieve with U Coach Ataswan? I think it, the most important part is continuity and mm. making their fans happy. Because a lot of Kaiser Chiefs fans, they, they, they love to see Atta in that seat. And yeah. for, for, for a young South African coach to be given a chance, it's very important for the team and also for, for people around him because they trust him. Yeah, The players trust him now and they believe in him. They also, I think it will be a matter of the management support that they will give him without any restrictions because what will make people happy more is the change of style, the way they will play yeah. and, and to command respect in the field of play because they, they do not have that now. A lot of teams when they were facing Kaiser Chiefs, they, they did not second guess their results. They yeah. thought they, they have a chance to win the game. But now with Atta, there's like Pro said, they in fourth position, they probably would move up if there's there's a chance. But Kaiser Chiefs now have changed the way other teams are looking at them and, and the respect that they, they will earn if they continue with Atta and the way he's, he seems to be playing. If this the recruitment process is done properly and there's proper planning behind and he's given like all other coaches that Chiefs had, they gave them three-year contracts and they stayed until those three years were finished. Yeah. So if they do the same with him and they give him support, I'm sure It'll Chiefs will change their fortunes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, when when I look at Kaiser Chiefs, at, um, after Ulu Stuart Baxter left in, in his first day, and I'm looking at a team that has tried basically everything in terms of the coaching department. I mean, they've brought in um, a South African coach, Steve Compella, who's been um, coaching um, the the so-called small teams, your Marisburg United and, and teams like that. And he was he had done well with them. They gave him a chance. It didn't work, you know. They then went for, you know, like what, what Tukesa used to do before. Like he, he just comes with a, a coach, you know, like a European coach who doesn't have a big profile. That's what he used to do before. Like Esa is an aborted Dimitri, and all of that. And it would work, you know. He tried to do that uh, with, with Usolinas. It didn't work, you know. And then he looked at uh, Amirintop. He said, okay, here's somebody who's been at the in, in South Africa for the last um, 10, 10 years or so. You know, he's coached about Celtics, about Arrows or whatever they teams whatever the teams who coach Mirintop was coaching you know um, it, it almost worked but it, it, it didn't work he went for a South African who Gavin Hunt who has achieved one four league titles with two different teams again it didn't work so I think the only thing they hadn't tried was their own you know a club legend so I think maybe that was the last trick in the book. Let's hope um, it works, you know, let's yeah. hope it works just to save South African football. We don't want this being a farmer's league. We don't want the Sundowns winning the league after yeah. the first round, you know. So, yeah, let's hope uh, good luck to Atazwan and congratulations to him. Yeah. So, yeah, done and dusted with Atazwan. And now I want us to talk about the Orlando Pirates. Unfortunate last week, Friday, in a game which I believe they should have won. They came back strong against the Marisburg United statement of intent. If they win the next two games they qualify for the CAF Champions League you know which I think they'll be very competitive they, they'll come there with with the CAF Confederations um, experience reaching the finals pro 
if they reach um, and, and if they reach second and qualify for the CAF uh, Champions League spot, do do we still say goodbye to our co-coaches or do we say, look, good season? They've reached the finals. They've tried and now second to Imamelotti Sundowns back to the CAF Champions League. Let's give them a go. There are two sides um, on every coin. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then you look at um, the CAF Confederations Cup. I don't think that is the strongest competition on the continent. I don't think that uh, uh, you can say you have done exceptionally well when you have reached the final or even won the cup. I know that it counts a lot to win a trophy, but to win a CAF Confederations Cup, I think uh, it's one of the easiest competitions to win. You look at the competitiveness nature of the CAF Champions League, it's totally different to a CAF Confed Cup. And you look at Ipekan, uh, Ipekan are seventh um, in, um, in, uh, in Moroccan uh, Premier League. They're seventh. And they've won the Kev Confed Cup. Uh, Orlando Pirates, um, at the time before the final, they were seventh as well. And they've reached the final. So it was the battle of the seventh. And, uh, and uh, you look at um, Orlando Pirates' form. You can't say that Orlando Paris deserved to be in the final. We, if you were looking at, the, at their form in the DSTV Premiership, but they reached the final. And uh, and and for me, I, I I think if you dismiss the coaches, um, you will be disturbing the continuity and the amount of work that that they've been doing. I know that uh, the absence of Vincent Paul had disturbed them, um, because he was one of their key players at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I think at the time of his injury, he had about four assists and a goal, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, he was as he was helping. Uh, um, uh, uh, hot up front and you could see that Orlando Pirates they, they, they were very strong in attack before Vincent Pula's injury then you had uh, Lodge who disappeared for the better part of the season and uh, and you can't dismiss coaches when they've lost their two key players um, during during the course of the season so for me I think they should they should they should be patient and give them two more seasons if it needs be uh, who knows who knows maybe they might even change the retail outlets they shop in <laughs> you know, um, I think uh, here in South Africa, we've got a tendency of um, undermining um, opponents, undermining, especially when it comes to continental opponents. You know, um, the fact that Pro, you just said e confederations, it's 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 easy. You know, I think that's a wrong term. It's undermining the tournament again, like how we've been doing, because we can't say it's easy when no South African team has won it, you know. And when you look at the teams that have been winning it, it's your Raja Casablancas, your Tipi Mazembes, your Zamaleks, your Al Alis. Those are strong teams, you know. So to be to have your name engraved um, in, 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 in that, so you, it, it means you've achieved something very good. And I remember too, even after e, e Sundowns, after they had lost 2-1 against Pedro. Everyone was saying 4-0, 4-1, you know. That mentality, um, we, we need to change it and, and start respecting these African teams because, I mean, they're proving to be strong. You know, if a seventh team, if a team seventh on their log comes and just beats the Pirates, Ganjalunji, it shows what those guys are competitive. And you look at the number one and two in Morocco, our teams, you know, whenever, apart from Baima Melody Sundowns, you know, like, Wait out. Everyone is like, oh, you're wait out. You're paying You know, so it shows how competitive those leagues are. And maybe, just maybe, we, we do overrate PSL by saying um, PSL, best league in Africa, other leagues are no match to us. Because when we play these teams, you know, so maybe it's high time we start revisiting um, that, you know. But, but Racha Casablanca won the tournament last season. They won the CAF Confed last season. What happened to them in the CAF Champions League? 
they were very competitive they, team. But they crashed out. Top, they crashed out. Losing to Al Ali. But they still crashed out in the quarterfinals of the KF Champions League. Losing to Al Ali. Yeah, but the same Al Ali that lost twice to Mamelodi Sundowns. What I'm saying is, it's easy to go to the final year KF Confed, but it's not easy to progress in the KF Champions League. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Because you look at the Super Sports United, they went as far as the, the KF no, Confed no, no, final. I, I get that. You mean, Paris have been to the KF Confed final how many times now? Twice. You you see, mm. but uh, it's easy to get into the final. TP Mazembe, I think they they, they would rather play uh, Kev Confed. No. I, I had Sundowns fans the other day saying they would rather they would rather go to Kev Confed because they've been crashing in the quarterfinals of the Kev Champions League regularly. Now they feel like you know what? Maybe maybe yeah, we can, maybe, maybe we, can, we can we can take chances in the yeah, Kev yeah. Confed and win it maybe for a season or two. Then we, when we have learned our, when we have tasted yeah. this glory and then come back again to Kev Champions League, Is I that don't. Bad thing? It, it, it might be it might be a good thinking but uh, unfortunately Kev Confed does not take you to Club World Cup <laughs> yeah I think I it's a quick point. fix yeah no uh, we, we, we cannot compare um, Kev um, Confed to to the Champions League no. obviously the Champions League carries much more weight you know but yeah Kev Confed I think for me it's still better than winning your Nedbank Cup or your MTN 8 you know it's still a very big continental trophy but yeah we are all in in agreement uh, with that one um, leader so yeah talking about the Orlando Pirates leader do you feel like there's no need for a coaching change should they finish second none whatsoever I I think for continuity purposes mm. firstly also it, it, it takes away the stereotype Pirates fans will kill you for this where people always say they didn't do well, chase them. Mm. You bring another coach, he doesn't do well, chase them. Now can we look at the core of the problem? Pirates yeah. has been buying. I think I, I was talking to someone the other day, he was just saying Pirates always buys midfielders. Yeah, They buy six midfielders this season, next season they buy eight. But <laughs> there's no, I think the most important thing with Pirates, they have to look at the way they play. They need to look at how much time they give their coaches because this chopping and changing of coaches doesn't help them. What do they want to achieve? There's never been a chopping and changing of anything at Sundowns. Those coaches who are there have been there since Pizzo came in, if I'm not mistaken, from 2014 yeah. when Coach Mangoba started with Sundowns. Then Rulani, then Coach Steve, now that Coach Pizzo, Pizzo has yes. left. But if you look at it, there's continuity there. Whatever it is, I think I was listening to a post-match interview with Coach Manmob. They were talking about the structure of the team, where they need to add. And, and they are looking at what works at Sundowns now, the injuries they had throughout the season and the injuries they have now, and what they want to achieve next season. So they're already planning for next season. Now, Parrish chases those two coaches. Another probably European coach comes in, and what happens? He uses what he has and then they buy players for him. And when they buy players for him, he will lose what he has. They're starting afresh. Mm. And then next season, what do we do? No, but we want nothing. Yes, you will win nothing because you're planning for nothing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you look at the gap currently, Cape Town City and Sundown, to 16 points. Yeah, uh, yeah, if Paris wins their last two games, the gap will still be 16 points. Mm. So the, the challenge now next season is to reduce that gap of 16 points. Mm. At least make it three points. 
that's that's a li- that's a, <laughs> at least competitive. At least you look at. Le, 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 let's let's make the league respectable. Reality. Let's make reality. the league respectable. Uh, le, 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 let's just beef up the, the 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 playing personnel. Let's support the technical team. Let's get the right players. Let uh, let let Orlando Pirates reduce that gap from 16 points and just make it make it three points. If you look at it, how many games did the Sundowns have to lose before they catch up on them? And Sundowns only lost. Sundowns only lost after they had won the league anyway. <laughs> 16 points is, is is like how many games? Because it, it, it's, it's, like, it's five games and so plus a draw. Yeah. Yes, you see? Exactly. So where, where are they going to get those five games now? Because they're playing game 29 and game 30. Yeah. What did they do to Sundowns? So, um, keep the coaches. <laughs> keep the coaches. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the word from Ulita Nglabi and Upropilani saying keep U coach Mandlengazi and coach Fadlu Davids. Talking about coaches, I want us to end this podcast with Upizo Musiman. I mean, South African coach probably the best we've ever seen you know he's flying the flag high he'll be in the CAF Champions League on Monday a you know controversial um, CAF Champions League final let me put it like that against the weight at Casablanca in Casablanca which is has been very uh, con- uh, controversial another South African who will be part of the game is uh, referee Victor Gomes we saw bits on, on, on Twitter coming out saying uh, Victor Gomes what a referee you are was wrong about you humble pie and all of that you know uh, you praised him and <laughs> and said and he spoke about the games that he has handled and he said he handled them well and he wished him luck in the final pro was that mind games or was it Upito saying this is a good referee to that to be chosen for the final you can you can accept that message from anyone in the world but not from Peter Musiman <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> I mean uh, uh, we know Peter Musiman and we know his tricks and yeah. we know his mind games um, I know what he's saying might be sincere, but uh, I think the timing and everything is what puts a lot of us. I mean, yeah. it, what made us to raise our eyebrows because you can't you 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 can't be coming out and praising the referee on the um, I mean, yeah. like couple of days before the final. But uh, 2017 final, Widad versus Alakli, Widad won that final two one on aggregate um, again, and I see this. Finally, will also come straight to, to penalties, and I don't know what's going to happen in penalties. But uh, 2017 final was very, very hectic as well. Sure, pro is calling penalties um, on this one. You, um, in Little Lab, you know, um, there, was this, there was a lot of um, debates with this. You know, a lot of people were saying, ah, Pete, why are you saying this? You know, uh, Victor Gomes will try to prove a point to, and, and target us. That was the Ali fans, you know. I was reading the comments saying, he'll try to target us now, you know, trying to prove a point that whatever you said, uh, it didn't play in his head. You know, what, what do you think um, is going to Victor Gomes' head right now? If he's uh, grown in his in his craft, I, I, I don't think that will affect him mm. because he's been, in, I mean, a referee for a very long time now. And Pizzo was while Pizzo was in South Africa, and he probably knows how how Pizzo is as a professional. Pizzo is smart, so whatever he's saying or doing now, he's just trying to to play tricks on Victor. But now, Lisa, what I'm trying to ask here, let's say here's a 50-50 decision, mm. you know, and we all know there are some decisions where 50-50, if you give a penalty, fine. If you don't give, it's fine, you know. There are 50-50 decisions. Mm. There's a 50-50 decisions. Victor Combs has to give a penalty against Al-Ali. Will he think about the comments and say, hey, if I don't give, people will say, ah, Velu Pizzo had complimented me, so let me rather give. You know, that's what I'm trying to oh, find to, out to, here. I, I think he yeah. shouldn't. So if he goes to like a VAR or something like that. And he has to make a decision. A decision. I think his, his decision has to be professional. 
you should never be be influenced by what Peter said. Regardless mm. of of the situation, if he feels this is a penalty against Peter, Peter's team, sorry, then he should put a put in a penalty. If it's not a penalty, then it's not a penalty. Because the moment it it gets influenced by what Peter said, there's a problem that will still stay with him as a professional referee. Mm. That's a problem because this is more about his profession than the relationship he has with Peter. If there's any. But Coach Peter once put the the entire referees in South Africa under pressure when he said they they, they benefit. They benefit the whole uh, referee structure was under pressure because now they had to make sure whatever decision they make against Kaiser Chiefs was not in favor of Kaiser Chiefs. And Chiefs ended up getting good decisions. And and, and 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 Chiefs ended up not getting good decisions. And they lost yeah. that league. Yeah, yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, on now, the last if, day. if you look at that, that was not them doing their job as referees. Mm. They were acting on what Peter said. Mm. Yes. So if you then put that in your mind, it will then affect you. But if you go in as a professional, like for instance, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. Let me just, Peter would say, for instance, to a player before a match, a crucial match to him mm. as, as, as a coach, come to a player, ask him, your contract, when is it ending? <laughs> you are a very good player. Mm. I like you. What does that do to you before a match? Pitch inspection. He sees you, shakes your hand, hugs you, asks you about your contract. What do you do? What okay. plays into your mind? The moment, let's say, he comes out of the tunnel, now you're ready. Uh, he taps you on your back and says, like, you're a good player. Mm. Good luck. What do you say? It plays into your mind. Yeah. But now you have a job to do. You are playing on the other side mm. against him. Mm. If that plays into your mind that you are playing okay. for a contract mm. in inverted commas, you are in trouble. Yeah. Because next season, come next season, end of the season, we won't call you. He was playing mind games. We wanted yeah. to win the game. <laughs> yeah, so the okay, same will sure. happen with the referees. The, it happened with Kaiser Chiefs and we all saw what mm. happened with yeah. Kaiser Chiefs. So you go in as a professional. That's so all. We, we all agree talk. that that comment in a way puts Victor Combs under pressure going into If the, he allows it. If he allows it. Okay. Okay. Ah, there you're saying. So, yeah, I mean, let's let's see what our listeners at home have to say. What's your comment about this? Do you think uh, well, Victor Gomes will now go into the game under pressure? You know, I know they're saying if he allows it or not, but for me, I think the pressure is there. If there's a 50-50 decision, to be, with the fact that he'll go to VAR screen and watch that, a lot of people will be like, ah, let's see what he does, because already Upizo said he's the best in the in, in the continent, you know. So, yeah, tell us what you think about the Pizzo Musimane comments, and if your comment hit the target will credit you with a 200 rand bearing voucher gentlemen um thank you so much for joining us on the podcast pro good luck on 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 this weekend for your netbank cup on the domestic sweep uh lit let's hope we're gonna have you again pro what are your last words you smiling there <laughs> i'm saying don't be surprised to see uh, victor comes uh, giving an unlikely player red card Ha! I, <laughs> uh, Lid, thank you so much for being here. Let's hope there won't be any red cards. I just hope this game is not um, clouded by any refereeing drama, you know. There's been a lot of drama um, surrounding this game. The fact that it's, it will be played at the Mohammed V, which is where at Casablanca's home ground. But knowing Yal Ali, I mean, they they went to, to the stadium against Iraja Casablanca where they were over, the stadium was 
the stadium takes about 45,000 and there was about 60,000 fans on the day, you know, so extra 15,000 fans were mm-hmm. there, you know, um, singing uh, for you at Casablanca, but Yal Ali, they have the know-how, they managed to still come out alive and they drew the game 1-1, which was enough to see them to, to the semi-final. So yeah. we can't rule Al Ali out. But in terms of a prediction, I think um, that's why you were at Casablanca. I mean, they are a team very hard to beat in that stadium. So they've got that little bit of an advantage, so I'll give it to them. Yeah, yeah. Now it's been a pleasure. But I think with that game will be a, a, a very good game. Mm. I, I'd like to think it will go to the wire. If, if it's a score, it's going to be probably 1-0 or 2-1. Mm, to who? Very difficult. <laughs> for very difficult. Because both teams are very good. Yeah. They're very strong. They're very strong and they have a very strong backing in terms of support. They are supporters. But I think it's going to, whoever wins it, it will be either 1-0 or 2-1. Right. See you, Bonga, gentlemen, until next week. All right. Sure, sure.